This is a cybersecurity cast where we dive into the latest cybersecurity news, trends, vulnerabilities, and exploits for those already in the know and those who need to know. The cybersecurity cast is produced by Herjavec Group. Information security is what we do. We are an expert team of highly dedicated security specialists supported by strategic and emerging technology partners who are laser focused on keeping our enterprise customers cyber secure. Today we're talking about how consumers and enterprises can stay safe online. In 2003, the Department of Homeland Security began a collaborative effort between the public and private sectors to engage and educate businesses and consumers during the month of October, thereby proclaiming it as National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. The goal was to raise awareness about the importance of cybersecurity and provide them with tools and resources needed to stay safe online. What started 15 years ago as an initiative from the United States has now spanned globally to Europe, Canada, and many more nations. Herjavec Group is proud to be a Cybersecurity Awareness Month champion. Each week in October is dedicated to a cybersecurity theme. Week 1 was about making your home a haven for online safety. Week 2 addressed the talent shortage of the industry and how you can still get a successful career in cybersecurity. Week 3 raises awareness to ensure online safety at work and week four is dedicated to safeguarding a nation's critical infrastructure. The onus of securing important data, whether corporate or personal, is on everyone. From entry-level employees to the boardroom, it is critical that businesses invest the time necessary to educate their employees on how to maintain a safer digital presence. With that in mind, we asked various HG team members how they stay safe online and what tips they have to offer for individuals and enterprises to do the same. Staying safe online is similar to staying safe offline, actually. And I think the same principles apply. You got to look at the neighborhood that you're in, look at the people that you're dealing with, and assess as to whether the next step you take is safe or not. So, for example, the neighborhood that you're in. When you're in your own neighborhood and you're familiar with the surroundings, you take less security precautions. It's much easier to just go to the corner store or walk around your neighborhood when you're comfortable with your surroundings. The same is true online. If you're at a site that you're familiar with, it looks familiar and it looks like it normally does, you should feel free to browse as normal. On the other hand, if you're in a site that you're familiar with but it doesn't look normal, if you're in your neighborhood and something doesn't look right, you should take extra caution. Same thing applies with people. You know, when you're dealing with people, if you know them and if you trust them, you're much more open with them and you share more information with them in person. Online, the same is true. Thanks to the influx of e-commerce and the convenience of next-day shipping, many of us routinely shop online. However, just because you can shop online doesn't mean you should. Conducting financial transactions at home over a trusted Wi-Fi network is one thing, but doing so using public Wi-Fi networks may be risky, even if those networks are secured with a guest sign-on. So if you're conducting any financial transactions, it may be better to just wait until you're home. Check your statements. Make sure everything that shows up as a charge should be there. Um, If you like, uh, get a temporary uh, card that you can preload. So some of those preloaded credit cards are great for online shopping because if someone uh, steals your credit card information, uh, they won't be able to uh, clean out your full credit line on that credit card. You can also get a credit freeze put in place uh, with a credit bureau. So people, if they impersonate you, can't uh, take out money uh, under your name. And uh, you can also check your credit report. So protecting your financial is important. Of course, there are other actions that also put us at risk of being attacked online. What you may not know is cyber criminals are often using phishing email scams to propagate ransomware and other cyber attacks on enterprises every day. You know, the next big way people get into our environments is 
fishing us. You know, sending you information, pretending to be somebody else to get you to do something so they can collect information about you. One day, I get this email from Robert asking for a wire transfer. I look at the email, I read it, and it didn't seem like how Robert writes his email towards to me. And then I look at the email address of the sender, and I noticed it wasn't his email address. So right then and there, I knew something was wrong. But just to make sure, I would just forward the email, not do a reply to it, forward straight to Robert and ask him, did you send me this email? Of course, he sent back says, no. Then I'll contact IT and say, hey, I've been getting these emails from this person. And I just want to give you guys a head up, so either block it or something. After employees continued to receive a series of more emails from senders claiming to be Robert, our IT department decided to mark all incoming emails as either internal or external, so we can easily distinguish when an email is likely to be fraudulent, even if it claims to be from another employee. This is one of the easiest ways for organizations to reduce the chances of being exploited through phishing email scams as a result of human error. If an email that has been marked external claims to be from another employee, whether that's a peer, your direct manager, or even the CEO, you can easily disregard it as a scam without having to check for all the other signs. This strategy works particularly well in cases where cyber criminals use whaling to target organizations. Here's something else to consider. For organizations who have certain processes and controls in place to deal with phishing scams, there may still be employees that fall for these scams. For that reason, even Herjavec Group regularly tests our own employees on their propensity to fall for common phishing emails. We have conducted many internal social engineering tests and later shared the results with the executive team so we can continue to improve our own security. For example, a few years ago during the height of the infamous Ashley Madison data breach, we used the opportunity to test our internal team members with a phishing exercise. What we do at Herjavec Group every year is we want to see where our people are in regards to phishing. We sent an email to Herjavec Group saying, hey, this message came from Ashley Madison. We've had a you know, issue with our security. You should go in and change your password. And if they clicked on a link, it went to a website that we created, looked like Ashley Madison, where you could enter in your username and password. But the purpose was for us was to capture their credentials. Right. So then in terms of, you know, designing like the phishing email that you sent mm -hmm. out, like what were some markers that you that you put in? No, this was a mail that looked like it came from Ashley Madison. You know, what we wanted to do was to show people this is, hey, Ashley Madison sent you an email and, you know, talked about what you need to do because of the breach. And but it put you at a site that wasn't Ashley Madison. Got it. So things you got to be cautious of as an end user is, number one, do you have an Ashley Madison account? Because if you don't, then you're probably not going to get an email from Ashley Madison. So it's probably bogus. If you do have an account with Ashley Madison and they're asking you to reset your password, you know, what you can do is take your mouse and hold it over the, the link that says reset my password and most browsers in the bottom left hand corner will show you where you're actually going if it's not going to https something ashley madison which in most cases it won't be you know that's an indication that somebody's trying to get something from you that you didn't want you know i had an email just yesterday i don't know if it was good or bad uh it said it was from the treasury board said they wanted our opinion and i said okay the email looks correct, you know, it looks like from the Treasury Board. 
But when I looked at the link, it looked like some survey. And I'm like, okay, I don't trust it. The link did not match who it came from. So that's a warning for me. One of the biggest mistakes people make when it comes to online security is choosing the same password for all their accounts. Security professionals often advise everyone to choose long, complex passwords for login credentials. However, think of how many accounts an average user has. From social networking sites to personal and corporate email accounts, the number can easily be in the double digits. So one misconception users have is that if they pick a complex alphanumeric password for one account, they can easily reuse it for all others since cybercriminals are not likely to guess it. Of course, the issue then becomes that if the user ever falls for a phishing email scam, hackers can easily reuse that password they've entered for all other accounts they've found to belong to the same user. This makes it extremely easy for hackers to gain access into every account you have, regardless of which account was compromised. Sometimes people find it difficult to use strong passwords that are unique for every website. So what I would urge people to think about is come up with a unique string of characters that changes for each website and then another component that maybe stays the same for a six month period. Combine those two into a strong password and that should uh, help make it a little easier for you to remember but keep it strong enough to keep up the bad guys. That being said, enterprises should also take a few extra steps to make sure their data is secure online. So enterprises have a dual responsibility which is that they need to put defenses in place to protect their data, customer data, but they also need to inform their employees on how to conduct themselves. So you'll hear this over and over again, but security awareness is a critical part of every information security program because that is the one gap, the human factor is the one gap that any attacker can exploit. No matter how strong your defenses are, there will always be someone who can be convinced to do something because they think it's right, but it's not really right. So for enterprises, you know, I think the most important thing is having that strategy to defend and protect using layers of defense, you know, defense in depth, investing in the core in the core foundation of your security program, but also investing ahead of the curve. So looking at new technologies, staying on top of what the vendors and service providers are offering to ensure that you're getting the most value out of your security investments, but it's also regularly and this is more frequent than annually. You can't wait for October Cybersecurity Month just to do security awareness. It's actually a daily thing. It's communications within the company, it's posters, it's seminars, and it's just getting security ingrained into people's minds. So when they're in the field and that email comes up with the suspicious link, they think twice before clicking it. The best way to stay safe online is to stay cyber aware. Keep on top of the latest cyber news so you know how best to protect yourself and your data. I think that's the perfect way to close this off, so thank you to all of our guests for speaking with us on the Cybersecurity Cast. At Herjavec Group, we firmly believe that cybersecurity is a shared responsibility. End users, employees, and corporations alike need to band together to become more cyber aware. You can join us in the movement and leverage Herjavec Group's Cybersecurity Awareness Month assets to spread the word amongst your colleagues, families, and friends. If you head on over to herjavecgroup.com cyberaware, you can find assets to download and share with your internal team to help you stay secure online. We're also posting regular thought leadership content on herjavecgroup.com surrounding the weekly themes for Cybersecurity Awareness Month, so be sure to check that out. We hope you've enjoyed this discussion on how you can stay safe online. Stay tuned for future episodes where we will talk ransomware, incident response plans, 
incorporating threat intelligence, and more. If you have any suggestions on topics you'd like us to cover, please contact us with your ideas at info at Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You can also find the podcast on our website. And for more cybersecurity news, trends, and expert perspectives, please visit herjavakgroup.com. Until next time.